Hello and welcome to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. This week's episode is Best Fantasy Movies, where Yenny and Tony count down their favorites. Enjoy! Hey folks, it's Tony the Movie Guy. Before we start the episode, a quick message from our sponsor. So, Great Oral Health. I've talked about these guys a few times. These are probiotic, like, chews, like tablets. They're actually really good for you. They taste good. Uh, You take them at the end of the day before you go to sleep. You wake up in the morning and your significant other is going to thank Great Oral Health tremendously for your excellent breath in the morning. Uh, This is a product I've used for over a year nearly. I I love it. I couldn't recommend it more, uh, which is why I'm really happy to have them as our sponsor on the show. So go to www.greatoralhealth.com and use the special promo code to get 15% off your next order. That's G-O-H-2019. G-O-H-2019. That's Great Oral Health. Check them out. Now, on with the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, it's Tony the Movie Guy. This is a brand new episode of the Tony the Movie Guy podcast and my lovely co-host, Miss Money Annie. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm great. You know, that's old now. Okay. Hi, Tony. Hi, Miss Money Annie. How are you? I'm fantastic. You know why I'm so fantastic? No, why? Because it was your birthday yesterday. It was my birthday. Happy birthday. Yesterday. Bah humbug. <laughs> yeah, I'm old, folks. That's all you need to know. <laughs> He's not that old. But thank you. I got lots of uh, love and affection. I, that's what I love about social media. One <laughs> thing that makes you feel so important and special when you're really not. Because everyone comes out of the woodwork and uh, wishes you happy that's birthday. so true. Okay, good. So uh, I, I love the topic for this evening's episode. It's actually crazy a year and a half in that we're only doing this now. True. Because it's one of our favorite genres. Uh, we're going to do best fantasy movies. Yes. That was really anticlimactic. Best fantasy movies. So bum, excited. Bum, bum. Okay, good. Now, look, I'm going to give the definition of fantasy, which will help in any debate that may occur as okay. we go through our okay, list together. Okay. A genre of imaginative fiction involving magic and adventure, especially in a setting other than the real world. That's the definition of fantasy. So here's the bottom line. You're going to have your list. It's your own subjective list. And I'll have my list. And it's my own subjective list of what we consider to be our favorite fantasy movies. So A, it's our list. It may or may not be something that I might not agree with, you know, in terms of, ooh, that fits it. Also, with fantasy, it's such a wide genre. Yeah. A lot of people consider Star Wars fantasy. Uh Uh-uh. Not me. No. You know, it's 100%. Well, it's it's science fiction fantasy. Yeah. 
But the but primary it's very thing is sci-fi. Much, yeah. It's very much science fiction. Yeah. Same thing with Avatar. So mm. I, we'll, we'll get there. But, you know, again, it's okay. We'll debate that. Don't give it away. Um, but so I figured that, and that's what will make going through our list fun. Um, if you look at Avatar and uh, Star Wars, you actually see the whole world building is pretty much exactly the same thing. But but that's okay. Let's we'll get to see. it. Um, because clearly it's on your list and it's not on mine. Absolutely. But that's okay. But um, th- I'm bringing that up because, I mean, that's a real hot subject with a lot of people with like Star Wars. But, yeah. And also we've covered it so thoroughly already in science fiction. Totally. Um, I am okay not covering Star Wars. Good. And I agree. Also uh, superhero movies, mm. comic book movies. Yeah. Those are often in the science fiction or in the fantasy genre. Which I understand. Right. But we've, we've already thought thoroughly covered them kind of in their own unique yeah. genre, which is comic book movies, superhero mm-hmm. movies. So I'm going like really hardcore fantasy with my list because I also wanted to cover a lot that people will know, obviously, and then some that maybe some people didn't think of or they may have overlooked. I agree. Makes sense? I think you won't be that disappointed with my list because I did thoroughly look at the definition to make sure that my list would not um, completely disappoint you. Well, it's totally fine. I don't think I'll be disappointed. I'm being schooled. Yeah, and I think we're going to cover movies here uh, that will have something for everyone to enjoy. Um, But fantasy is one of my favorite genres, one of my favorite topics. For a movie as well, as a uh, movie-going experience, as escapism, yeah. you can't get better than fantasy as well. Agreed. Okay, good. I have my list. Uh, ladies first. We'll go back and forth and we'll discuss and debate our best fantasy movies. Well, I think our first one should be both of us. Well, we both have the same quote-unquote number one, but ladies first. Lord of the Rings. Oh, I thought you were going to say Highlander. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> yes, no. of course. Because I actually haven't Rings. seen the movie. What? <laughs> no, I haven't seen Highlander. No. Okay, I we'll know. get to that. Lord of the Rings, of course. Okay. It, and now when we say Lord of the Rings, we mean one, two, Fellowship three. of the Ring, The Two Towers, Return of the King, all three of them, the trilogy. It's the greatest fantasy movie ever made. And this is no secret. We've said it many times. It's our joint favorite favorite movie movie or movie series of all time. What we can say, not to uh, go on about it because we've covered it in detail, again, just to remind listeners, in terms of the three, mine goes 213. Oh, Two Towers is your favorite? 213. Why? Why is the second one your favorite? I don't know. I just always remember loving it the most for any specific reason well i'll start with i mean i love the battle the of towers. helms deep okay good that's a, that's the best reason yeah that is incredible plus some amazing scenes um between i remember between frodo and sam okay um and that's when Gollum really Gollum gets really introduced yeah, in the I, two towers i love the two towers yeah, king Theoden. it's actually been Three years, at least. I binged them all, the extended editions, two weeks ago. You were like supposed two, to call ago. me we the just next did time it you on did. On a whim, all I'm, nine okay, guys, hours I'm mad on now. a whim. I have told him so explicitly, the next time you do this, no, you just must call come me. come over and we'll do it again. What do you mean next time? I watch them two or three times a year. I know, but every time you're like, oh, I just watched them. Here's what's bizarre. Um, it's hard for me to rank them, although I can, because I love them all. And me too. 
there's there's no better trilogy or series that is one story than the Lord totally of the Rings. Totally agreed. It, it's totally incredible. Agreed. Um, so there's times when I've watched two towers, like two towers used to be the most forgettable one to me, other than the Battle of Helm's Deep. Mm. But now it's come up in esteem so much. I, oh, love, I love that it. one. Yeah. Fellowship of the Ring was my introduction. I thought it was pitch perfect. And yep. then Return of the King was always for a long, long time my favorite. Now, when I just saw them all again a few weeks ago, for some reason, the Fellowship of the Ring again became like of the three, my favorite one. Huh. And I remember a year or so ago when I watched the Fellowship of the Ring, I was like, wow, this is actually kind of slow because there's so much world building, character development and takes its time. So it's odd. But that said, they're all masterpieces and I love them. Um, the, the world building of J.R.R. Tolkien, a book translated to screen has never been done better never the casting was pitch perfect the direction from peter jackson the visuals uh, the, yeah the cgi the visuals everything was groundbreaking gollum yeah aragorn yeah frodo sam mary pippin gandalf uh, it, it goes on and on yeah. it, it's such a I, to me a triumph in filmmaking uh, I think it's it's the greatest version or example of fantasy out there. Agreed. And I, I'm still waiting for them to be surpassed because they are still my favorite films, hands down. I don't know if they will be surpassed. I never know. It may take a long, we'll long see. time, but you know, you're right. I mean, they're just incredible. It's something, the music, it's something that just almost everything, actually everything was done right. Everything. Yeah, I can't really criticize, you know, some people will critique the the multiple endings at the end of The Return of the King. Never bothered no. me. Never no. bothered me. I totally understood how hard it must have been for Peter Jackson to let go. Yeah. Um, And I'm a sobbing mess every time. Absolutely. And I don't know, you're just, you're right there with the characters. You're right there traveling with them, you know, to Mordor, to Mount Doom. Which brings uh. the point fantasy transcending you into another world absolutely and those films do that more than anything more you than anything you are yeah. there yeah you are in that other world he's created more than anything right there's also no other depiction of any of these movies or the world building anywhere else that even comes close to it no. number one I guess one thing it does benefit from is there aren't a lot of other adaptations no. you know uh, there's the cartoon did you ever see that? The I Ralph didn't. Bashke I know cartoon of it. From yeah. the 18s, yeah. uh, from the 80s, uh, Lord of the Rings, which actually I loved as a kid. Um, it's like just like two of the books or something. Mm. Um, and I think that's pretty much it. And now Amazon's doing this huge TV series. Oh, I'm a little worried. That they're investing $1 billion into. Did you know that? $1 billion. Okay. <laughs> We'll see. Who's who's involved? Do you know? I don't know. Okay. I actually don't well, know. I don't even know who the directors we'll are. We'll see, Tony. We'll see. Yeah, nothing. Um, I'm going to put it with it. And if it's on your list, we can talk about it now. Uh, just because we've talked about Lord of the Rings so much, mm -hmm. I want to uh, have time for the other ones. Uh, you know, so the next one I'll just do is, is the Hobbit series. Okay. Um, I actually don't love those movies I don't as much. But they follow J.R. Tolkien. They they took a 300-page book, The Hobbit, which I love, and, you know, milked it for everything they could for, yeah. you know, money and, and all that into three films. Yeah. Um, but that said, I've watched them several times. Martin Freeman is absolutely fantastic as Bilbo Baggins. I do love Doran yes. Oakenshield. Gandalf again. You get Gollum again. You get Smaug, you know. Who I uh, love. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, 
his fans are called what cumber bitches right yes <laughs> um, i would be one of those that's right so would i man anyway um in terms of that whole world the hobbit yeah, listen, series is still a lot of fun if i hadn't read the book three times and loved the lord of the rings so much and had expectations so high I think I would have loved those films a lot more. Right, because I lot have of not even do. revisited them since I saw them. Oh, really? No, I own them. I, I, I felt they were over the top CGI, which right. is the whole thing about Lord of the Rings. Was so many incredible practical effects as well, yeah. all shot in New Zealand over six, like a five year span. Yeah, and these films were, you know, probably done in one, a year and a half, all three banged together with tons of CGI. And I felt that it, it communicated that to me. Plus, they added characters that I thought were inapplicable and not right. needed. But having said that, they're still good movies. They're still The Hobbit. Yeah. yeah. So, of course, they're great fantasy. I get what you mean, though. When you look at films that will stand the test of time, I think people will be talking about Lord of the Rings, even if they do get surpassed yeah. in 100 years. Exactly. You know, they're incredible. Okay, we'll move on from there. What's your next one? No, you can go next. Oh, you want me to? Okay. That was officially mine. Okay, well, my next one is also a franchise and series, which I'm sure is on your list. Harry Potter. That's my second one. Okay, good. And I, <laughs> I figured, you know, and again, that's what, eight books? Yeah. Uh, um, now, I, I don't know if the movies were translated better than the books because I adore the books. I actually think the films are better than the Lord of the Rings books. I actually do. Um, the, the, the movies, I think, get better and better and they're yeah. kind of on par towards the end. Um, obviously, that's J.K. Rowling who wrote all the books, which I absolutely love. But those films... Um, they're phenomenal i mean so they made what how many books are there seven eight well it it was seven books but they did part eight, one part two eight of movies the, yeah, yeah, yeah deathly hallows they did two films yeah. right so you've got and the progression i mean those child actors were kids they could barely act I know. so the sorcerer's stone or in england it's called the philosopher's stone is, is quite childish i don't love it that is. movie it's although fun. when we just did our trivia and went back and revisited you know we all binged uh harry potter right i still loved it yes i liked it they're childish and they only start really getting good at about movie three like they start getting exactly. really good i think that's but, the common consensus yeah you know, you've got um, the first one and then Chamber of Secrets. It's fun. But those two, they're hit or miss to yeah. me. And then Prisoner of Azkaban is really where it gets yeah. good. Um, I actually really like The Goblet of Fire. I adore I, The Goblet of Fire. I love that one. And then they yeah. just get better and better from there. And darker and darker. Yeah, they do. They get dark. Well, <laughs> Which Goblet the books of Fire. did. Right, because Cedric Diggory, spoiler, dies. Yeah. Voldemort comes back. Um, but again, talk about world building. Talk exactly. about characters. Hagrid. Dumbledore and magic it talks yeah. so much magic yeah so much magic and they've you've got Harry Ron Hermione uh it, it, it's kind of like the modern day Star Wars almost yeah for you know this generation but in fantasy obviously because exactly. it's not science fiction um yeah I absolutely love those films what's your favorite Harry Potter movie it's between Goblet of Fire mm -hmm. which I actually love that's my favorite one it's the one I can watch the that's most that's the one that came to mind because I love the Triwizard Tournament. Yeah. I adore the Triwizard Tournament. Um, 
And it's just, it's jam-packed and with so much. that one is where I feel they turn from kids into adults because right. they start having romances and jealousy. It's got the whole and, prom thing. Yeah. That it's like a high school movie Bit with of a fantasy. A... Then it gets kind of scary and dark because yeah. Voldemort's coming back. You've got murder, mischief, mayhem. Yeah. yeah. A I love, 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 love that. I think it is. I think it's Goblet of Fire. Yeah, mine too. I, I adore that one. I mean, I love them all. And then the last one is fantastic. The last one's an, yeah, Hallows I would say two. I yeah. would say that too. Um, I have watched them all probably ten times at well, least. See, I haven't that many times. Probably I five or six times. Watch them minimally once a year. Well, yeah, all of them. Yeah, that's crazy. All of them. Well, actually, that's not true. The first two, right? I've only revisited like three times. Yeah, and the so, rest. Harry yeah. Potter. I'm glad it's the second one on your list. On mine too. Uh, in terms of fantasy, phenomenal. We love that world. A- and also, it was incredible watching those guys grow up uh, because they also really became great oh, yeah. actors. Daniel Radcliffe. They are all um, really Rupert good now. Rupert Grint, yeah. uh, Emma Watson really became fantastic actors. And then you had Snape. Oh, you know, Alan Rickman. So and, uh, it's Maggie. so so good. Maggie Smith. Yeah, she's um, ah, McGonagall. Mag- yeah, Professor yeah. McGonagall. Uh, Fantastic. The cast Amazing. is incredible. It's a who's who of British treasures, yep. you know, which I loved as well. Like almost anyone who was anyone in yep. as a beloved English actor or actress was cast in Harry Potter. The okay. Best. What have you got next? Uh, my third one and possibly yours too would be Labyrinth. No, but it is. No, it's like two or three below. I mean, okay, I so adore I mean, we, we both love Labyrinth. We watch it all the time. To me, that was also just an ultimately rewatchable phenomenal fantasy yeah i can't explain my love for labyrinth because it's not just nostalgia i love everything about it the soundtrack i listen to all the time it's awesome david bowie and his cod piece you know but (laughs) but i used to rewatch it so much as a kid literally you know thinking i was her yeah getting through that labyrinth because it's an adventure fantasy right. it's this wonderful challenging adventure a little bit scary at times yeah. as a kid anyway and the practical effects are incredible so good. and the friendships developed within that and her, char- her character arc is great yeah it is so sir didymus you so know good. and jareth the goblin king of course yeah. um yeah and that's also a film where uh, I think the practical effects from the 80s and not having so much CGI yeah. works to it, its it benefit does. so well. Because I think that's what helps keep that film timeless for me. Although I have to say, for people who didn't watch it at that time, David had never seen it and he's watching it over my shoulder and he's like, what's this Muppet movie? Really? <laughs> I was like, no, how could you See, say yeah. that? Well, my wife is that way about another film that's oh. definitely going to be on this list, which makes me oh, sad. I think but I know she what you mean. loves Labyrinth, thank goodness. Okay. Yeah, I was you know. devastated that he didn't like it. Yeah, and we've talked about this. You know, Jim Henson's creation, he put his heart and soul into this. Did you know it was written by one of the Monty Python crew as well? No. Yeah, Labyrinth was. Um, and then, of course, it was a huge critical and commercial failure yeah um and if only jim henson could see now how beloved i'm that sure film he is. knows and they've been talking about remaking it and i oh, i God. hope they don't honestly i would see a spin-off or something i just don't yeah. want a straight remake sequel fine or something something with jennifer connelly's daughter yeah. or yeah. kid or something it goes like back that. into the labyrinth yeah yeah that i could do be kind of cool yeah Okay, good. That's Labyrinth. It was definitely on my list. Uh, No, the next one on my list is a a classic Wizard of Oz. You know, it's funny. That was on the top of like every list I looked at because I always do look at different lists to remind myself of what 
what there is. Right. And the reason I didn't put it on mine is because it's I not even on your list. I don't love it. Really? I, I had to be honest with myself and go, yes, it's phenomenal, but I didn't love it. So I have the magic question for you. Mm. Because a year or so ago, I felt that way about it when I was looking at it because it's considered one of the greatest films of all time. Yeah. I remember I it as a kid. I remember it on reruns all the time on TV. But I was like, you know what? It's been so, so long. I'm going to watch it. And I watched it and I was like, holy shit. Not only is this film so groundbreaking considering it's like 70 years old. You know, it starts in black and white. It goes into color. The songs are so memorable. Very true. But very by true. re-watching it, I was like, I it, I it reestablished for me how much actually I do love okay. this movie. When's the last time you saw it? Been a while, right? 15 years. That's what I think. All I'm saying, I'm not saying it all shoot to the top of your list. Um, you know, and maybe it's not my third favorite one, but I was surprised how much I loved yeah. it. I mean, and it is the, a great fantasy. Well, and you got the sure. Wicked Witch of the West. You've got And I did Oz. love the Scarecrow yeah, so the much. the Scarecrow, the Lion, the the Tin Man. Lions and tigers yeah, the, and bears. Oh my. Yeah, and the flying monkeys. Yeah, they were the terrifying. Was, like, scary. Yeah, I think as a kid it hit me at the wrong time because I was scared. Right. So it didn't leave me with like this love for the film. Oh, and Toto. then I, I don't think I, we're in Kansas anymore. <laughs> I didn't revisit it. So you're right. I should. And I know people will hate me for not loving oh, it. But, no one's going to you know. hate you. It's fine. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. And that's crazy. Wizard of Oz, they've never remade, which is so strange to me. They, they've, well, they well, they've did. They've done Oz the Great and Powerful, which is a prequel. Oh, yeah, they did Return true. to Oz. And then, of course, the huge Broadway show, Wicked, right. making awesome. the Wicked Witch. The like, good one. The, the good one and <laughs> yeah. the hero. Which I actually loved. Yeah, I, I love, love Wicked. Wicked. And they'll probably make that into a film before they actually do like they a They just remake. don't want to touch it, I think. Yeah. Well, again, it's still considered a gem. Yeah. It's very, very old. But uh, I, I was just surprised how much I loved it and as a fantasy it is pretty phenomenal all right Alrighty, your turn next one is the princess bride that's my next one yeah yeah we love that so, film. so that's the film that my wife does not like which makes me shudder Ooh. I know I know that's uh, as bad as labyrinth I adore princess bride I, to me that film is the ultimate adventure love story fantasy. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. It's it, kind of everything. It is. Rom-com, fantasy, adventure. Everything. Drama. But it, I mean, it's absolutely a fantasy. Sword fights. Yeah. You know, rolling down a hill yelling, as you wish. <laughs> rolling down a hill? He does, I, no, I just, I love that you spotlighted that for fantasy. <laughs> rolling down a hill. It was such a great scene, though. I know what you mean. My um, Wesley. And then she rolls down with him. I just always loved that scene. I don't know why. Um, and then they go into the... Um, what is it called? The forest the, the, where those Yeah, those rats huge are. giant rat monsters um, are, yeah. Yeah, yeah and then, rodents and, of unusual size. Yeah, and then Wesley dies, and then that you know the magician, like you know, played Billy by Crystal. Billy Crystal, have fun storming the castle. <laughs> yeah. You know, he brings him back to life. No, it, I mean it's absolutely Everything. fantasy, and the whole setup of the film is uh, a little baby Fred Savage in bed, yeah. and his granddad. He's sick, reading and his granddad is reading him a fantasy fairy tale story. Yeah. I love um, it so much. Yeah, and then of course the uh, the, the giant. Yeah. Uh, God, I've gone Andre blank. Andre the Giant. Um, yeah, but what's his name in the movie? Oh, um, Andre the Giant. Anyone physic. Want, yeah, yeah, Physic. Anyone want a peanut? <laughs> no more rhyming and I mean it. Anyone want a peanut? <laughs> so good. So good. No, it, it's such a wonderful movie. It, it's so. It's got so many lines. It's yeah. so quotable. I see it at the outdoor cinema uh, almost every year. 
inconceivable. <laughs> yeah, so it's good. great. I love it. And then, of course, Aniko Montoya. You heard that's getting you know. a musical. The, oh, I did yeah. hear. That it was like groundbreaking yeah. news that they're doing Carrie a musical. Carrie like announced it on Facebook. Yeah, that's so awesome. cool. I, I would totally watch that. Oh, me too. I, oh, go see that. I'd love to. Yeah, so Princess Bride, uh, an absolute, and that's a family classic. Oh, so wonderful. For all yeah. ages, for everyone to enjoy. All right, the next one on my list I had to put here, and it's a little bit of a cheat, only mm-hmm. because the movies aren't fantastic. Uh, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh, it's on my list, especially the first one. Right, so I put the first one on there because yeah. it's pretty good. The, the first um, one's decent. Yeah, it's pretty good, and I've actually seen the others, The Voyage of the Dawn Treader and Prince Caspian. I've mm-hmm. watched them all, and they're, they're not bad. They get kind of childish, but those books oh, were such staples such of my childhood. Books. I yeah. read those books over and over, and I watched the horrible English TV show um, that came out when I was a kid. I absolutely loved it. Uh, so I had to put it there. Yeah. Um, and the first one does create Narnia pretty well, which yeah. is the magical world. It's, yeah. And it's, it's pretty uh, good. And Tilda Swinton yeah. as the, what, the ice queen. She's so good. And it's got a little baby... Um, with James McAvoy's James The Fawn. James McAvoy? He's The Fawn, yeah. yeah. It was like one of his like Very breakout first movies. movies. Yeah. yeah. Which I noticed the last time I revisited it, but it's yeah, I, I I absolutely think it's a very very mentionable fantasy. Yeah, so I you know it's got to be you know the first movie isn't incredible, but it, it's the best one of of it the is. the series that they they released, and uh, I I recommend it. And yeah, Narnia is just I mean imagine walking through a a you know a wardrobe and there's a into world. This, whole fantasy world it's incredible and you where, don't age right and where <laughs> as children you are the kings and queens and yeah, rulers it, it's pretty incredible yeah. i read those books multiple times okay great what you got next willow willow yeah so it's on my list now, I you, love you know i willow. don't revere this movie as much as you do but it's come up in esteem because of you i love it so much yeah. well i will say of labyrinth princess bride and willow which were my favorites as a child that one holds up the, the least. least yeah. yeah. Having said that, what a world with fairies and monsters and Witches the wicked and queen, yeah. you know, going after the, the, the princess, the baby. I love that film. Yeah. I absolutely adore the story. It is so magical to me. And Val Kilmer is Mad oh, Mardigan, so who's good. so cool. And then the two the, little. And then the one and only starring vehicle for Paul Warwick Davis. <laughs> Warwick Davis is Willow. Oh, right. <laughs> you know, yeah, like see, I don't only... even know the name. It's yeah, so bad. Like he's Wicket in the Star Wars films, right. you know, the Ewok. But, you know, it's his one leading movie. Uh, it's it's considered like a cult classic. It is. I enjoy that movie. I love Mad Mulligan. And I love the gorgeous um, princess mm-hmm. lady. Uh, what's her name again? Sosha. Yeah, she's like your hero. I like her. It, it's quite cheesy and outdated it to is. me. It is. Um, it doesn't it, hold up But it is well. fun. Yeah. It's, it's a fun film. So uh, good. All right. The next one on my list, The NeverEnding Story. Which, do you have that? Definitely. It's like one down okay. after the next one uh, again this is a lot of nostalgia i know for other people this film doesn't hold up as well really and i can see i haven't that. seen it in a good 10 i years. watch it every year okay. I, I love it the the tale of bastion and the, you know he takes this book and it, you know he's reading this book and as he's reading this whole story about this world coming apart it's you know he's, he's actually interacting with them and uh i mean never also the never-ending story is responsible for you know, the death of... Uh, don't talk sh- about... What's the name of the horse? Don't talk about Artax. Artax, yeah. No, oh, my God. Do it. 
Artax dying uh, and the swamp of dismay or whatever. The ultimate Facebook meme of it literally what is. ruined your childhood. What ruined, and it's so true. It's awful. It's so true. It scarred me. I remember that as a kid. And that god awful theme song that mm-hmm. I cannot get out of my head. The never ending <laughs> so story. Bad, yeah. Have you watched the music video? No. It is pure 80s <laughs> cheese dynamite That's magic. Awesome. Oh my god. It is unbelievable it's hilarious but uh i mean i love that it, it, it it's it, there's again there's a lot of practical effects in uh the never-ending story which i think are kind of incredible but atreyu as well i love um you know and then the what is it the, the young queen the baby princess and uh, it, it, it's a great film i i will say it absolutely could do with it this is a film that could be remade i agree with that it could yeah. be updated yeah. for a modern age and uh i think it would really um uh, it would find a bigger audience yeah. also the, the the baddie you know in that oh. movie were also just the nothing the nothing you know, the nothingness so scary. just taking away the world just disintegrating it It, as a concept it's terrifying still quite terrifying it's actually like the most scary thought you can have more than anything what's the world called in the never ending story i've forgotten i don't remember that's okay it's been too long yeah i I just saw it so i should know this but anyway never ending story i love that film it's fantastic what's next on yours here's the battle Avatar. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Tell me why you consider it fantasy. Completely out of your mind for not calling it a fantasy. Yes, it has an aspect of sci-fi, mm-hmm. but as the primary, primary concept, it's about a whole other world. Sure. That yes, humans are coming to, you know. So and that whole aspect, I get it. But that the world of Avatar is absolutely fantasy. So number one, James Cameron calls it his 2009 American epic science fiction film. But that's okay. Shit. Um, no, no, no. Here, <laughs> here's, here's the thing. That I, I did not Google. Here's the thing. I thought of it too. And then because I was almost, it's okay. I was actually almost going to put it on this list. Because I was like, it's the whole world of Pandora and stuff. I was but like, that's my that's, point. Yeah, yeah, Pandora. But, well, hold on. That's exactly what Star Wars is. I tried Not to look really. at... Well, hold on. I tried no. to look at... Well, let me finish, though, because you gave you a debate. I tried to look at the difference. I was like, oh, actually, I guess Tatooine, Naboo, they're different planets with their own species. And, you know, but it, it's all about, like, there is a lot of science and it's, it, it's in the future or there's, you know, spaceships and things like that. So I was like, oh, well, I guess I can't really yeah, but the differentiate. The primary it. focus is in space. And, you know, battle in space of Star Wars, the worlds come into play, but not as much. Like, this is all on one planet, on Pandora, sure. and it's a, a new It's people. a good argument. Again, I'm not going to debate it. Mm. I mean, he calls it a science fiction film. I don't film. care. I will have this conversation with James yeah. Cameron. Star Wars is considered science fiction fantasy by many. Right. And it's that's been an ongoing debate. But that's why I didn't do it. I actually don't disagree with your argument, which is why I'm admitting I almost put it on. But because I I couldn't really differentiate them, I was like, you know what? I'll take it off. And also because I have plenty of other awesome fantasy movies that are are holy fantasy that I wanted to talk about. Right. But I am a huge Avatar fan. So you love Avatar. I've been to Pandora in the Animal Kingdom. (laughs) (laughs) She means in Disney World, folks. No, She hasn't actually traveled to Pandora. The way you said it, like the look on your face with utter conviction. Look, I've been to Pandora, okay? (laughs) Then it wouldn't be fantasy. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, no. So why do you consider it such a great fantasy movie? Because of the first sentence on your definition of fantasy about other made up magical worlds or however you actually worded that. It, it just comes to mind immediately. But Naboo and Tatooine wouldn't be no, considered that. When I think Star Wars, I don't think about because there are a lot of space battles yeah it's it's about space battles this is about a new people a new world a magical world of like little fairies and new animals to me it is 100 fantasy with a touch of sci-fi instead of the other way around boom i'm gonna give it to you um again it i see that i really do there's too many similarities. That's why I, I just let it go. Um, but I'll, no, no, it's okay. I'll give it to you. Um, again, it is categorized as science anything. fiction. Well, you need to <laughs> lodge a formal complaint to James Cameron. I will have this conversation <laughs> when we meet. The truth is, I'm glad you put it on there because I bet you there's other people who share your belief too. And people whether who it's hate right me. or wrong. It's no, okay. Where's this hate thing coming from? No one hates <laughs> us, do they? Do you guys hate us? I hope we'll you find don't. Out very oh. shortly. I hope I hope our listeners like us. That's why they listen. Um, okay, good. So Avatar, you got it. Um, and and you're totally right in terms of the creatures, the fairies, the the magic, and the whole planet. That that is very fantastical, of course. But then all like the marines and spaceships and stuff kind of come into it and morphing. I had my last word, avatars. Tony. Let it go. Well, I didn't even give my word. Yes, you did. You give plenty of words. All right, I'm going to move on. Pan's Labyrinth is my next one okay i didn't put it on so very fantastical uh, it's a foreign film yeah, from guillermo del toro uh, it's set during what world war ii um and it's it's a very adult yes. uh, fairy tale is yeah. kind of how you would put it this young girl who kind of imagines this whole underworld kingdom of fairies and ghouls and things like that uh, meanwhile in the real world it's even more horrific with the she doesn't imagine it. I thought it was actually. It is actually. Yeah, that's what you're led to believe. Yeah. Is it? She's like the long lost princess of this yeah. other world. Um, but you, you know, that's for you to make your mind up. You know. But uh, I love it. You know. And you've got good old Doug Jones, who's like the the master of creature. Yeah, you know, amazing. doing all these spooky creatures, and uh, it. You know, it's it's a very adult fairy tale. That's how Pan's Labyrinth is pitched. A lot of people have not seen this film because it's foreign, it's subtitled. So that's why I'm always an ambassador of it. You are. I will say I'm saddened with the fact that in the last decade, it's gone down in esteem for me. I loved that film so much. I screened it for you. Yeah, and you and remember I was... You, you thought it was good. I liked it, yeah. but you had built it up an yeah. incredible amount. So and I was like, oh, okay. Unfortunately, I kind of felt the same way. I was like, you know what? I like that, but it, it's... It didn't give me the same wonder as it had before. Yeah. I don't know why. It had a very emotional a impact film. on me it just, like the first yeah. time I saw it. Yeah. But that's Pan's Labyrinth. What you got? All right. I had never ending. Sorry. My next one is Jumanji. Oh, that's on my list too. So I, was, I mean, it's a classic. I will say number one, but also number two because I actually love the second one. I mean, look, I won't lie. Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle with The Rock and Kevin Hart and Jack Black was a surprisingly highly enjoyable movie and here's the thing i loved the fact that the second film took you to jumanji because in the first film you don't go to jumanji you are here and jumanji has come to you yeah and all the you know crazy animals and that story it's amazing obviously robin williams that film is kirsten dance it's 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 one of my favorite fantasy films right i used to rewatch that 
once a month. Bradley Pierce, come on our show, goddammit. I know. He's the kid in That's there. Right. We've invited him on the podcast. He, he was going to yeah. come on. We should what chat happened? with him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> He's a busy man. Um, I love the first one, but then I was so pleasantly surprised by the second one. I, I heard all this good stuff. I was like being like, no, I'm not going to see it. And then I realized, oh, it's a sequel. It's not a remake. I'll give it a chance. Right. I own it. I've seen it four times. Wow. Like I l- really like it. I really I've seen like it, it twice. I don't know how much it will stand the test of time for me. We'll see. But I will tell you, A, it's, um, it's just an enjoyable action movie. And I do like that they're actually the world building in Jumanji itself. Um, and then Jack Black just steals that oh, movie totally. for me because he's so he funny. He so does. But let's put a spotlight on the classic. The, the 95 one, um, yes. you know, it deals with a somber subject. These kids, their mother has died. Their dad is kind of, you know, oh, no, no, their parents, their parents, died their in parents a ski have accident. died. And yeah. Robin Williams' dad just like ignores him and doesn't yeah. really pay attention to him. And as a kid, he goes missing in this board game, yeah. you know, and he's missing for like 30 years. And then these kids get caught into the game. And yeah, it's all fantastical. It's so um, and then I do love in the in the new one how they kind of, Instead of it being a board game, which is kind of sad that I guess it's, board games it's an have old kind video of game. fallen away. Now it's like a video game. Yeah, but um, it's also like an older video yeah, game, that's which right. is cool. But um, I, I agree. I mean, I had the first one on there. I think it's a perfect plug to give the new one as well. I mean, it made almost a billion dollars as well. It was a huge hit. Uh, but Jumanji is, is fantastic. Very fantastical. Okay, good. Let's see what I've got next. Gremlins. Oh, okay. Grem- Come on. You yeah, don't but think that's, Gremlins under, is... that's under horror. Wow. It's absolutely horror under horror. Horror fantasy. Mm, okay. Hold on. Gizmo. Yeah, but it's... The three rules. It, it's a, a, a mythical Asian creature. Very, very true. But I would absolutely consider it And if you pour water too. on it, if you feed it after midnight, and what's the third rule? Where's go blanket? Don't... I don't remember. Yeah, so um, don't get him wet. Uh, don't feed him after midnight. I have to see it again. Ugh. It's I can't like, believe I've gone years. blank on the three rules. I I, I watch this film every year. Yeah. Shame on me. <laughs> anyway, it's definitely fantasy. You could say it's fantasy horror, fantasy horror comedy, but it is fantasy. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm not going to argue creature. you. I'm yeah. not going to argue. You're not going to argue I... me? <laughs> You're not going to argue with me? I'm not going to argue you. You can debate over it, though. Why do you not think it's uh, fantasy? You because think it's more horror? Just because it comes up on, on all the horror lists as a good horror movie. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess Nightmare on Elm Street could be fantasy. In theory. But it's very much In theory, horror. theory, most horror movies could yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, Alien, science fiction. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. No, you're right. It's fantasy. Okay, what you got next? You just shunned me on Gremlins. So my next one is Legend. Oh, yeah, on my list. So... I know it doesn't hold up very well. It really doesn't. Right. I, look, I, I just watched it last year. I still enjoyed it. Unicorns, fairies, yeah. the dark, crazy, the darkness, creepy yeah. Tim I mean, Curry. Tim Curry's incredible. Uh, a great first Tom, one of the first ha, ha, ha. Tom Cruise See, movies. See, I think he's terrible in it. Oh, he, I, I think he's so horribly miscast. And I love Tom Cruise. It didn't bother me at all yeah. at the time, but I haven't revisited right. it. So Yeah, so I just saw it six months ago. Um, I was surprised because I thought, God, you know, I... I thought the last time I'd seen it 10 years ago, I really didn't like it. I watched it and I did like it. I thought he was miscast. I thought it was kind of outdated. But uh, Tim Curry's incredible. And the world building is pretty incredible. You've got goblins, trolls, fairies, unicorns. Um, It is well done. So I definitely enjoyed Legend. And and I do have it on my list. It's Ridley Scott. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. Okay, good. My next one is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate 
factory. That's okay. fantasy. So Charlie, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, it's the same. Well, the film is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. But yeah, it's oh, Charlie yeah, the and original. the original. Yeah, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Well, I'm not talking about the horrible no, Johnny no, no. Depp no, debacle. No, the original. Yeah, with original. Gene Wilder. Yeah. Beautiful um, film. A beautiful film. Great family film, but it's totally magical. You yeah. know, the golden ticket, and you know, he creates all these magical, fantastical, you know, sweets and chocolates and stuff like that. So it's definitely yeah, a fantasy definitely. tale, wouldn't you agree? I would. No, it's debate? not one of my favorites, but I oh, do no. like it a lot. No, yeah. right? but it's a classic. Yes, absolutely. All right, that was mine. I don't really have much else to comment about it. All right, my next one on the list is the Dark Crystal. Oh, the dark. Okay, can I tell you it's not on my list? I tried to watch it about two or three months ago because you've raved about it. Other people, it Maddie would to the not max, hold up at all. I I yeah. didn't like it. So here's the thing, and I watched the whole thing. I I can't say if I would even like it now. It's one of those I refuse to revisit because I think I wouldn't. You're worried that it will but lose its magic. When I was young, I mean, I watched this when I was eight. Right. It was a magical world for me. And that's what I missed. Yeah. I didn't capture it fully. It didn't capture me as a kid. I actually I, I remember that. seeing it when I was five or six, but it's not one of those ones that grabbed me like the never ending story. Right. But it's absolutely fantasy world. And it's. Oh, yeah. It's, it's all it's, Muppets, right? Yeah. It's all it's Jim Henson, too. It's yeah, quite dark it. and it's it still dark. quite dark. Yeah. yeah. And what are they called? It's these weird creatures and these like little I don't even things. remember. It's yeah. been so long. Yeah, I didn't get the story. The characters were weird. And I guess because it was all like puppets in a fantasy world. You're not the only one. I couldn't connect. I get it. All right, no problem. Well, you had it. Um, Mary Poppins. Yes, of course. Of course. Disney classic, Julie Andrews. And I mean, come on, how fantastical can you get? The, the <laughs> Magical nanny. The British nanny for, who comes flying down on her uh, umbrella, you know, and goes into these magical worlds of animation with so, you know, dancing so penguins and Dick Van Dyke with his horrible British chimney, <laughs> chimney sweeper accent, you know. <laughs> Hello, hello. All right, Mary Poppins. Funny thing is, I when I was little, that didn't bother me at all. I didn't no, even but care. now you yeah. watch it and it's like, oh my I God. I love her her big old bag where it's never yeah, ending. Everything can go inside in. it. It's so good. It's such a charming film. So many iconic songs. You know, such a Just great a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. You know, so you've got all that. And then that flying guy... Who like Flying bounces guy? off the yeah he bounces off the ceiling in Mary Poppins. Oh. That's Edwin, who's the voice of the Mad Hatter. I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know. When I rewatched it last year before Mary Poppins Returns came out, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, that voice sounds just like Edwin, who's the original Mad Hatter from oh, Alice wow. in Wonderland. That's awesome. Fun fact trivia. Nice. Um, Mary Poppins. I mean, it's a fantasy family classic. Okay, my next one you'll really appreciate, and Okey-dokey. it better be on your list. We'll Stardust. See. Oh, yeah, of course it is. I love Stardust. I um, read the book. Neil Gaiman, my favorite author. Come on the show. I'd love to chat (laughs) with you. I read it three times. I love Stardust. And then when the movie came out, I was like, they did good. They really did. I really liked it. It's Matthew Vaughn as well. You know who that is? Of course. Yeah, and he did Kingsman. No, 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 no. No, uh, no, the guy the who actor. plays yeah. um, Daredevil was the main guy, yes. but Matthew Vaughn did. Oh the, yeah, yeah, he did the Sorry. Kingsman movies, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kickass. So he directed it. It's so uh, good. Yeah, Charlie Cox is the actor. Yeah, Charlie Cox. Sienna so. Miller, and then uh, Claire Danes, of course. Yeah. And I mean, the, the story is so fantastical. I mean, she's she's a star. 
It's so cool. She's a a fallen star, you know, and then you've got all these princes that are fighting for the throne and they're like, they kill each other. So they're all ghosts. Michelle Pfeiffer is the the witch. The witch. They want to stay young. And Robert De Niro is the gay pirate. It's so good. Flying ships in in the air, in the clouds instead of in the oceans. I mean, it's so fantastical. Uh, Henry Cavill's in that movie before anyone knew he was. Ricky Gervais is in it. Yeah. It's such a fantastical film, and it's a great adaption, as you said, of the book. The book's a bit heavier because it's got that Neil Gaiman edge, you know? So um, if they had adapted it, like, truthfully, it would have been, like, R-rated. But I love the book, and you're totally right. They did a great job on that film. And when it came out, it did okay. It didn't do great. But people who discover that film unanimously love it yeah and and it makes me happy yeah i think it wasn't marketed well but i love it It, yeah exactly and and the leads weren't big stars and you know it's such a it's such an enjoyable film and i love the fact that all of neil gaiman who again is my favorite author all of his stuff is being made now you know know. like it's ridiculous you know they've done Coraline, they've done american gods looks good good. omens looks incredible coming on amazon soon yeah, so no, Stardust was absolutely on my list. I'm glad you got there before me. Haha, your which turn. Is, which is okay. Time Bandits. Terry Gilliam. I haven't seen it. Really? I saw that Ever? on every list. Is it uh, good? See, I, I, it's one of those films that's a time capsule. Oh. I loved it. I just watched it again. You know, you know me. I'm crazy. And I was so surprised how much I still enjoyed it. Because it's from the 80s. It's Terry Gilliam, who's one of the Monty mm-hmm. Python guys who directed it. So it's quite quirky. Um, and it's all these little people, you know, running around, it, jumping through time. Uh, Sean Connery's in this movie. I, I love it. I don't know how much you'll like it um one thing that i'm always reminded of when i watch these types of films like time bandits labyrinth the never-ending mm. story is all of the practical effects yeah. yeah a how much love and how much work and de- dedication probably went into it i mean that world building with practical effects couldn't have been easy all the props but it really helps it stand the test of time because even though it's so old, it's like a 40 year old movie. It, it's still quite magical because of that. It, it it almost makes you suspend disbelief yeah. because of the way the practical effects are done. So I don't know. I would recommend it. Um, I, I love it. It's got that nostalgia, but I, it actually held up for me. I really enjoyed it. Nice. All right. What's next for you? You'll be proud of this one, too. All right. You screened it for me about a year ago. Big uh-huh. Fish. Oh, okay. I took it off my list. Why? Here's my debate. It's not fantasy. It's oh. actually not. Now, here's the thing. But it no, is. No, no. Miss in Money, a way. Annie. Miss Money, Annie. <laughs> here's what's so funny. I applaud you because I love that you have literally the two films I wanted on my list that I took (laughs) off, Avatar and Big Fish. So Big Fish is all about telling tall tales. And Albert Finney tells all these fantastical tales that sound unbelievable. This 10-foot giant, this magical uh, city in the middle of nowhere that you can never leave, the Siamese twins and all these magical things which you think are bullshit. And at the end of the movie, you find out all these people actually existed. All but these things they are exaggerated. They were exaggerations yeah. of what happened to make them sound fantastical. Yeah. That's why I took it off. Now, it is on some fantasy list. Mm. It is. But I, w- I debated it myself. That's a, that's a good point, though. Because I was like, actually, at the end, he got at the funeral. Spoiler. Yeah. You know, 
they're all there. So I was like, that's not fantasy. That's true. Actually, you're right. Yeah. I, uh, you're right. No, but you know what? I love that you have it on there because I <laughs> took it But it's wrong. <laughs> well, but we get to talk about it's it. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very good point, though. And you liked Big Fish, right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's a I really film. liked it. Yeah. It's I cried like film. a baby, but I liked it. Yeah, and it's all about tall tales. That's what it's about. It's all about just, you know, t- telling, you know, I, yeah. I caught a fish this big, you yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. I loved it. Yeah, it's great. I, I love that you have it on there. But you are wrong. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, my next one is The Mask, Jim Carrey. Yes, absolutely. I, I almost didn't put it on. I was like, hold on, that's totally fantasy. Yeah. This magical mask that turns you into this like, oh, yeah. cartoon character that can basically do anything and gives you superpowers. Yeah. It's almost like a superhero kind it of is. comedy. You see, it's actually on lists for super, superhero oh, really? movies as oh. well. But it is absolutely on the fantasy list too. And it would so. always get put to the bottom of the pile for any superhero list. Yeah. So I'm glad that we get to put a spotlight on it. I love that because film. I still love The Mask. Yeah. Jim Carrey gives such a great performance. Cameron Diaz showing, walking into that bank. <laughs> that was her showing. Oh, my yeah. God. <sighs> so stunning. It, incredible. Um, and it's quite spooky. It's yeah. funny. And the special effects are quite groundbreaking. <laughs> dog. Yeah, the dog. <laughs> you know, the bad guy is actually quite... Quite an intimidating bad guy. I love the mask. and It's a good movie. It, it's definitely fantasy to me. Agreed. Alrighty. All right. Now, this one is interesting. It was on many lists mm-hmm. as a fantasy. Mm-hmm. And you're going to disagree. Okay. Ghost. Now, while Ghost is a romance and a drama, on the definition I read of fantasy, it's said to do with magical, mystical, and like transcendent ghost stories. So here's the debate. Okay. Again, I'm okay that you put this on this. I almost put Ghostbusters on here. Right. But then I thought, well, that's more supernatural. Uh, there's there's yeah. a thousand ghost films. It's almost its own category, Ghost right? is about heaven and hell yeah. and essentially yeah about the supernatural that's true it's okay that you put it on there but here well no here's the debate there's many people who would say that that's not fantasy because they believe in it right they believe in ghosts they believe in heaven and hell right now ghostbusters is a bit more fantastical yeah, but sure. still it's about ghosts it's about it's kind of its own that's, subject i'm really glad you say that because i was torn and i didn't know why i was yeah. torn and i'm like that's why yeah because it really depicts heaven and hell yeah as well like yeah. you know when those bad guys die and the, they get pulled down yeah. by the the demons i mean it's really hell yeah you know, really hell and then when he goes to heaven and the and gates the, of and heaven light, open yeah. and the light you know but a lot of people would disagree with us if we say that that's fantasy very so good it's kind point. of interesting isn't it i agree yeah and again i i love that you have that because i took ghostbusters off the list because i was like you know that is kind of fantasy but it's almost its own genre like i, don't know, I agree it's, yeah no, it's, it's I, I i'm supernatural. in agreement with you all righty but i'm glad you mentioned it okay i this one again is a bit of a cheat but i'm gonna put clash of the titans because it's totally fantasy now here's why i'm gonna do it have you ever seen the original um no. clash of the titans from no. the 70s it's awful but as a kid I loved that movie. Or I actually it, didn't mind. The, the, the Kraken, Medusa, you know, and it's all about gods and, you know, Zeus and Odin and all that stuff. And then they remade it with Liam Neeson, Ralph Fiennes, yeah. South, uh, Sam Worthington. And the remake was okay. Yeah. I you know, it made it. a lot of money. So then they even did a cash grab sequel. Yeah, that was um, bad. 
But the reason they put it on here is, A, you can't get more fantastical sure. than that. You know, all this mythology and stuff. And even though the original one doesn't hold up, as a kid, I loved yeah, it. Yeah, I get I that. absolutely adored it. Okay, and you're right. Cool. The Clash of the Titans remake wasn't bad. Like, I, I at the time, yeah. really enjoyed it's it. A, it's a serviceable film. Yeah. It's entertaining. All right. Now, what about uh, this series? Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, I took it off my list. How only... can that not be fantasy? Oh, it's totally fantasy. I'm just not a big fan. Okay. The well, first one almost okay, made my good. list. Okay, good. That's what I was about yeah. to say. I loved the first one. Yeah, of course. Was okay with the second and then I lost interest. Yeah. But so, that first movie is such a great fantasy. Yeah, well, there's all. it's all about pirate mythology. Yeah. You know, and curses and, you know, spells and, yeah. you know, again, you've got ghosts and stuff, but no, it's totally yeah, fantastic. Yeah, the ghosts are totally different. It's yeah, like, it's like underwater creatures. And, yeah. and absolutely. No, no, no. So I almost put the first one on my list, but I took it off because, again, I yeah. tried to even out to around 25. But I had to mention the first one because I actually love it. Oh, the first one. I mean, the one rest just went a, off the rails. Yeah. I, I've never been a big fan. The first one is good. Jack Sparrow, Johnny Depp is great in the first film. It's like, a pretty decent love story too. Yeah, I, I don't really like any of that. Oh. But I, 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 the first one is where I really enjoy him. Oh. And then it just became stale fast. I know, but like, it did. He, he really is good. He, he made such a unique, quirky character in Jack Sparrow. They honestly. In that first film. Could have kept it at one film and it would have yeah. been great. Yeah, or maybe or two. two or three if they hadn't just now gotten like so five, convoluted. Five yeah. or six. Anyway, yeah, I had to put that on no, there. So absolutely. Go for it. The first one is totally Pirates of the Caribbean, totally is a, a fantasy film. Okay, my next one. So I have very few cheats for animation. Because mm. most of the animated I have movies, one on right? Here. Well, again, it's almost its own category. They're all so many, all, half yeah. of the Disney movies could be considered fantasy. But Shrek, you can't get more fantasy than that. Okay, I I agree with you. Pinocchio, the Three Pigs, he's an ogre. Fairy tales. It it pulls from literally fantasy, fantasy books yeah. and all the fairy tales. I agree with you. And it's just so damn good. You know, Donkey. You know, um, I I love it. I love it. I love I it. Agree. Princess Fiona. Prince I was going to put it on. I thought you would. Yeah. I I, I watch Shrek. I, I like the so whole series good. and I love the second one. And then they kind of progressively get worse. Yeah. Um, but the, the first one I watch every year. Oh, yeah. I, I love it. Also, when that came out, it just threw everyone for a loop because it starts off with all this fantasy fairy tale <laughs> music sweet. with a book opening and about to tell a story. And then he grabs, rips out a page and wipes his ass with it, so you know, good. and then that song comes on. Somebody once told yeah. me one of the awful re, you know, so songs good. of the two thousands, but it, it's just, I love it. And well, it's, now so it's like an iconic song because of I that know. movie. <laughs> hey now. So as you mentioned your animated one, I will give you my animated mm -hmm. one. And I mean, yeah, like you said, almost every Disney movie, everything, it's all fantasy. Right. Fern Gully. Have you ever seen Never Fern seen Gully? It. Okay. So go ahead. The to floor me, is yours. To me, it was the this this fairy tale world that got created because it's basically about, yeah, this rainforest, Fern Gully, where there's fairies and pixies and this kind of I've thing. I've heard of it, by the way. I've just and never seen it. It's actually, it's a love story between a human who uh, works for this ogre company that's tearing down the rainforest and he gets shrunk by accident by the fairy and they have all these adventures. How old is it? Ooh, 
I would say it came out when I was maybe six. So 90s, a long time 80s, ago. 90s. <laughs> yeah, late 80s. Okay, wow. Um, yeah, I've heard of it. it. Somehow it just flew by me. I watched it many times as a kid. I have not revisited it for a long time and now I want to. You need to revisit some of these I movies. I do, yeah. I know. I, I keep I know watching it's scary sometimes. I know. And That's I don't, good too. But... I often just don't want to ruin the memory. See, when especially... you've seen as many movies as I have, you have no choice but I... to have to go back and rewatch them. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm still not caught up on the current ones. I know, I, mean, I get it's it. It's crazy. That's the curse I have. But to me, one of the reasons I want to really pitch why it came up so much for me as a fantasy, it really is you know, fairies, magic, wonder. Right. And it really was this wonderful little world for me. Like, I, I love that film. Yeah, I can't debate it because I, I so literally know nothing about it other than the Parents, show title. your kids Fern Gully. You won't Fern regret it. Fern Gully. Is it Disney? Uh, no. You don't even know. No, but it's an it's animated. It's animated. Okay, good. Well, my next one, which uh, is animation, but I had to put it, is How to Train Your Dragon. I, yeah, that's I, sort of a cheat, but dragons. yeah, I agree, it's but it's a dragons cheat. dragons <laughs> and Vikings. We just, we did DreamWorks, but yeah. Yeah, but it's fantasy. It's <laughs> I, dragons. I, I don't disagree, yeah, of course. I mean, come on. But uh, I, and also I just love it so damn oh, much. I so love good. that. Did, did you see I the third? I love all three. You saw the third one, I loved one, right? it, yeah. See, the third one started off kind of like, ah, okay. But I the really th- liked it. Well, the third it. act, yeah, uh, the, way it it, amazing. the way it ended the series, oh, it was beautiful. I loved um, but I love those movies and uh, come on, Hiccup, Toothless, yeah. this bond between humans and dragons and it's dragons for Christ's sake. I agree with you. <laughs> so that's fantasy. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. So I'm going to do two movies uh, back to back. I'm almost done. I have three more. Oh, okay. No, but four more. I, I doubt you have these on because you'll roll your eyes at me, but come on. Enchanted oh. with Amy Adams. Oh God. Well, that is fantasy. I mean, you're right. And I, I guess that's a good way it. to encapsulate Disney. You know? Well, it, it's just, it's, you know, it's about a fantasy world coming into the modern world. Right. I thought it was adorable. Yeah. It's silly. It's it, it's nothing super. A lot of people love this movie. I, I, just, I, I, I think don't. it's adorable. Yeah. And she's charming and in it. And it's dreamy, right? Dreamy. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and James Marsden's yeah. really good. He's the prince. He's yep. Prince Charming. He's amazing. Yeah. It's really, really sweet. And then to back on that one, one you'll roll your eyes at even more is Ella Enchanted with Anne Hathaway. Which I've seen about 10 times because Danny, my wife, loves that movie. <laughs> I adore that film. I couldn't stand it when I first watched it. And now that, along with both of the Princess Diary movies... <laughs> I, I hate to say, I'll admit it now, I enjoy. Okay. I've watched them a dozen times. Uh, Ella Enchanted so sweet because it's yeah. the, the concept is this girl who has a curse that has to do everything other people say. Right. And she, you know, there's a prince and this and that. And it's just so damn charming. Yeah. Uh, look, it's, it's so sweet. It's as fantasy as you can get. So you're totally right. And I really enjoy it. And this is definitely one for the whole family. So you can watch it with your kids. It's so sweet. Yeah, I don't know if it's considered a classic. I don't think Ella Enchanted did so well. Enchanted was actually quite successful when it came out. And now seems to have kind of fallen by the wayside. I'm not sure why. But those are both solid picks. They absolutely count. Go ahead. Um, You cheated with two. But they're kind of similar. Well, I wanted to put them together. Because they both had the word (laughs) Enchanted. Okay, good. Um, I realize actually this is another animated, but I again I put it on here. It is Disney just because you couldn't get more fantastical. It's Alice in Wonderland, of course, which I just watched today. Which actually you could say is fantasy, or you could just say it's one long LSD trip. Yes, but it's also not only animated now. 
because it was also well. Then they remade. did the Tim Burton remake, which is pretty I good. Them. You know I do. why the Tim Burton one I think actually works? Why it was so successful? Because the original Alice in Wonderland literally is an LSD. Well, trip. he wrote it on an LSD right. trip. There is no so. real storyline. No. <laughs> it's just a bunch so of mad. incoherent stuff. It and is. in Tim Burton's movie, he took that crazy and made world a story. and he made an actual yeah. story with good and evil and right and wrong. Yeah. And I think that's why I actually enjoy it because I just re I'm on a Disney kick because we just did the episode right. last couple of weeks ago. So I've been watching them all again. I just watched Alice in Wonderland and I enjoy it. I enjoy the Cheshire Cat, yeah. Mr. Caterpillar, all the, you know, Tweedledee, Tweedledum, all these iconic characters. But I was like, what the fuck is going on? It's so nonsensical. Wouldn't you agree? Totally agree. Yeah. Yes, absolutely had to be on that. Now, I don't know how this is so far down on your list unless there's something I'm blatantly missing, but hook. I'm not a huge fan of Hook. You love Hook. No, I'm not. It's Robin Williams. No, I'm not a huge fan. You think I I am. No, I thought you really liked this movie. I've seen it after... Yeah. God bless you. R.I.P. Robin Williams. After he passed away, I went back and I saw Hook because it was one of those films that I kind of missed or I didn't love and I thought oh this is actually not as bad as I thought because I know it's quite divisive. There are people who love this film. I don't love it at all. And there are people who don't. I don't love it. I do think they do a beautiful job at creating the world, right. the magical world Again, of this Neverland, is where it gets but... dangerous because then the Disney, Peter Pan, and yeah. you're right, all these Disney ones are basically But fantasy. Hook is, you know, a live action film yeah, and, and it's, it's fairies, fairies and, yeah, and so forth. It's absolutely fantasy. Yeah. But it, it, I'll, I'll be honest, I don't love it either. Right. But it is worth mentioning for the fantasy. Which is crazy because you've got the, that, you know, you wouldn't love it. You've got Julia Robin Roberts. Williams. You've got Julia Roberts as Tinkerbell. You've got Dustin Hoffman as Hook. Bob Hoskins as his it sidekick. Was, I don't know. There was yeah. something about it that was sort of dark and I don't know. It, I didn't love it. Well, it was about him grown up. Yeah. Forgetting he was Peter Pan. Anyway, um, no, Hook is a good a good choice I just, to be I, that's why i didn't have it on there okay one of the most classic films of all time which i consider fantasy some may debate king kong and then you've got the remake as well that peter jackson did with naomi watts which i actually adore now the reason why i think it's um fantasy skull island well, of course you've got I dinosaurs and magical creatures in the, the modern age well at that time it's like the 20s and then king kong who's this yeah, big there's no beast. reason it wouldn't be well it's kind of considered again in that horror category uh, you know, it's not horror enough to be horror yeah again really. fantasy is such a vast genre all the horror, all the, you know, a lot of these, Frankenstein, all this stuff you could say is fantasy, but not really. So I couldn't put it on my list because I've never watched any of them. You should watch. I can't. Well, no, no. The original one is almost 100 years old. I think you'll fall asleep. But you should watch the Peter Jackson one. I know. And I love Peter Jackson, obviously, but I know what happens and it's going to devastate me. Yeah, so I don't so... want to do that to myself. Okay. Why do I not rewatch Romeo and Juliet? I oh, know that. I do. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Yeah. All I'm saying is that it's really quite a phenomenal film. It's like it's after it came out directly after Lord of the Rings when Peter Jackson was God. So the studios basically just said, do whatever the hell you want. So it's like a four hour long movie. But I think it's fantastic. And it's I mean, Jack Black, Adrian Brody. Um, Of course, it's heartbreaking. It's the classic tale. But that's King Kong. All right. I have two more. What have you got? Um, Matilda. That's fantasy? It's absolutely fantasy. Okay. She's remind me. I well, don't here's remember. the thing. This is a good question. I mean, other than Harry Potter, magical films. She's magic? 
she's she's got the power to move things with her mind. Oh, well, I guess that's magical. <sighs> See, then films like Big would be I, I fantasy. Know. I know. I, I, it gets Ugh, so. It gets I crazy. got this is where I started getting blurred. But I'll tell right. you why Matilda. To me, I, I'm going to give it to you. To me, that's why. I, so we are kind of going a bit off the rails. But I yeah. knew that would happen. That's why I was trying to do. I know fantastical world. I just had to do Matilda. You know? This this no go for it. This book and movie. It's Roald Dahl. Roald Dahl. Yeah has such a strong place in my heart because it's this it, it's such a fairy tale story of of a young girl who's in this oppressive horrible family that don't understand her and she I've has seen powers this movie. I've read the book you have to watch this movie yeah. and 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 she's being oppressed by this awful family the brother is literally like Dudley out of Harry Potter I swear that was ripped off from Matilda and <laughs> um Anyway, she meets this lovely teacher who finally understands what she can do and she can move things with her mind. And there's a, an evil headmistress who's uh, un, like godly awful right. and like does horrible things. There's that whole scene with the chocolate cake that the kid has to eat. Oh my God, I remember that. Yeah. See, I've read the book for oh, sure. I think it was book. required reading yeah, in England at school. Yeah. Um, anyway, Oral it's a very books. magical, sweet film that has a beautiful ending. I had to put it no on problem. there. I guess as the, Danny DeVito as the dad. I guess the Green Mile would be fantasy then. In theory, the Tom yeah. Hanks movie because um, Michael Clark Duncan's character can suck like badness or evil yeah. out of you. But or then all magical pain. films. I know. Too, I know. You know. It just makes it so hard and big with Tom Hanks, as we said, or Freaky Friday. Yeah, you know? that's actually on fantasy yeah. lists. Yeah, Freaky Friday. Because uh, well, I guess it is. It's yeah. kind of make believe. It's not really everything else stays the same. I know. You know, it's such a fine line. Okay, I have two more. Okay, so, yeah. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Absolutely. I love this movie, uh, Toontown, where... See, I didn't Where know. cartoons and humans coexist. Yeah, you can't funny. get more fantasy than that. I love it. Bob Hoskins is a hardened detective. You know, uh, Kathleen Turner is Jessica Rabbit. Oh, that's you know? Kathleen Turner. Yeah. I didn't know that. She's like, I'm not bad. I'm, I'm just, just drawn, drawn that, that way. way. I watched you it know? so many I times. I never had such a crush and I won't lie, <laughs> a boner on an oh animated God, bunny rabbit. No, oh, she's yeah. actually, no, he's the bunny rabbit. She's, she's human cartoon. <laughs> Oh my God, Tony. Uh, oh, come on. Every guy oh, was I lusting for I Jessica Rabbit. I don't disagree. I mean, she was one hot, weird, yeah. animated thing. And that film is very iconic for, I think, what is it? Like uh, Warner Brothers and Disney being together yeah. in one movie. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's just a, it's a great film. And Dr. Judge Doom, uh, which is uh, Christopher Lloyd, um, Doc from Back to the mm -hmm. Future, is legitimately spooky. Yeah. Oh, terrifying. Um, but I loved who framed Roger Rabbit? It's it's a great story, groundbreaking effects. I, again, I'm surprised they haven't kind of milked that and done more of it. But again, I'm happy they haven't. Me too. Because that's why it kind of remains so iconic and it's you know it's so fantastical. All right, I only have one more. How many more do you have? I'm done. Oh, you're all done. I'm done. Okay. Well, ironically, um, my last one is Highlander. <laughs> there can be only one. So I just never got round to it. You haven't seen no. Highlander yet? No. Oh, my God. We are the champions, my from. friend. Queen, do the whole soundtrack for I Highlander. I have no idea. Yeah, don't lose your head. So do you know what Highlander is even about? A Highlander? Okay, so they made a whole series of films. They made a TV series, spin-offs, comics. Right. All of that is horrible. But just the movie. first film with um, Christopher Lambert, who's not a good actor, and Sean Connery, who's just 
eating up the scenery and enjoying himself. Um, and then the Karkin, who's so good, Clancy Brown as the evil Karkin. Uh, the first one, it, it's like a pure B movie that's just so entertaining. But it's about these immortal beings that battle through the centuries um, up to present day and have these duels to fight so there is only one and they have to behead each other that's the only you know, way they can kill each other i think uh i wasn't allowed to watch this when yeah it it's came an out. r-rated movie very and then violent i just missed it i love it i don't know if you'll like it now because i won't lie it's cheesy it absolutely could be remade and i won't lie i'd be first in line to see it i'd be a sucker okay. for that but i mean it's very fantastical i enjoy it yeah queen did the whole soundtrack it's so 80s it, and it was one of those films that was a big flop when oh. it came out and now it's got like cult status so we probably covered it on cult films for sure okay um but that's my list that's fantasy it's a good list do you think we missed any like really crucial fantasy specific films because there's so many. Yeah. I mean, like you said, you could throw in Avengers. You could throw in this. Well, you that's could throw very in specific, that. And we can't but... do that. Yeah. I think we were good on the fantasy fantasy. Yeah. I, I think so, too. I think we did the fantasy fantasy quite well. <laughs> the real fantasy. These were solid lists. They were. Yeah. And I actually don't think I was even that that mean. And I wouldn't debate too much with, like, Avatar. I would give it to you're you. Never and, mean. and what was the other one? Big Fish. I, I mean, I see. You, you're led to believe it's fantasy until the end. Yeah. You know? Avatar, I still feel way more passionately about. The others that you pointed out, I do agree All right. completely. All right. Well, that was fun. Those were our favorite fantasy movies. You know, if we missed any, you can give us a hard time at Tony the Movie Guy on all social media pages. And look, listeners, if you want us to cover a specific topic or a genre, you know, put a spotlight on uh, an actor, director, actress or anything, write to us. Maybe we'll feature, you know, what your choice on the next episode. Absolutely. All right, guys, that was fun. We'll see you next time. Good night. Thanks for listening to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. My weekly reminders, make sure you follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tony the Movie Guy. Also, you can email us anytime at Tony the Movie Guy podcast at gmail.com. Make sure you rate and review our podcast on iTunes. We really appreciate that as well. And lastly, if you love us and support our podcast, support our sponsor as well, Great Oral Health. You can get the promo code and link in the show notes below, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye.